You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. Locked On Hornets, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. We want to thank you for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. Also follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe. Nada, we have a basketball game tonight that the Charlotte Hornets will be partaking in. We get the first preseason action of the year. They'll be playing Oklahoma City on the road and tip is set for 8 p.m. Eastern. Are you excited? Are you just and it's cool to watch some Hornets basketball because it's the preseason or does this really all just kind of signal that the regular season will start on October 20th and that's what you're most excited about? Look, we're 16 days away from the regular season. That means 16 game 16 days essentially till we're all back addicted getting mad at the daily results and daily quotes from everybody like this is just the appetizer this is or better yet this is the appetizer we're not seeing very many people but at the same time it's basketball i mean even bad pizza even like like the, your gas station 7-eleven pizza is still like pizza it's at the end of the day. So this is still kind of dope that we're catching it. But at the same time, you know, it's not real pizza. It's not that good Emmy squared pizza that we that we all know and love. Yeah, and you're, you're going to get some action from some of the starters as well. Um, you're going to get to see James Booknight, Kai Jones play. The injury report for this one, it is Jalen McDaniels, who's out with right foot discomfort. I don't know if you'll ever really see discomfort in an injury report throughout the regular season, but in preseason, it's more than okay. DJ Carton is also not going to play. Health and safety protocols is why he's listed as out for this one. So interesting there with DJ, uh, with DJ Carton out because of health and safety protocols, a guy that I've certainly thought would have gotten some run uh certainly would have if he did not uh get listed out because of that but no Jalen McDaniels too so uh, we'll see if he plays in the next couple of preseason games that they'll have so Nada, let's just kind of take a look at what you expect to see tonight I mean we uh if you look at the first game we got in the preseason it was the Lakers and the Nets the Nets win 123 to 97 no one cares about the result it's all about how the minutes are divvied up. LeBron didn't play. Russell Westbrook didn't play. Anthony Davis did, but he only played 11 minutes. DeAndre Jordan played 17. Bazemore played 22, right? Like that's the kind of thing that you're getting uh, when you are talking about the veterans in preseason action. Dwight Howard played 13 minutes. Rajon fouled out right which is amazing which is fantastic uh Rajon Rondo only played nine so just kind of comparing it to what you saw from the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets right like a Millsap and Aldridge for the Nets they only played 18 and 15 you guys get the picture at this point how do you expect the minutes breakdown to look when you talk about the starters compared to some of the other young guns we do want to see I would expect anyone making over let's see how would I put this nicely Anybody making over about seven million dollars, they're playing less than fifteen minutes tonight. This is your. Fi- this is like, how important are you to the grand scheme of things? This is going to be that. This is going to be that test. How important are you? Because if you're not that important, this is your chance to become important. But if you are important, you're probably not playing this game, or not playing very much. You might play 15, 20 minutes. Like we might see fifteen, twenty minutes from Miles, if that. We may see 15, 20 minutes from from PJ, 
if that. I expect a, a heavy dose of Kai. I expect a heavy dose of Book Knight. I expect a heavy dose of JT Thor. Like, the only guy that might be a rotation guy that I expect to see a lot of minutes out of tonight might be Cody Martin, and that's only because he's in a rotation battle with James Booknight that we all know he's eventually going to lose. That's about it. That's the only rotation guy I expect to get really, 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 really just like... Uh, I, I, that's the only guy I really expect to not see a, like a, a ton of minutes. That's it. Like... McDaniels was another one I was probably expecting to see a lot from. He's got right yeah. foot discount discomfort. But like the Vernon Carries of the world, the Nick Richards who are fighting for roster spots, the Kobolkas, like Arnold Arnoldus Kobolka makes his first preseason debut for the Charlotte Hornets. That should be a big deal considering we've waited, what, three years for this now, Walker? He's always been the one player you would get the kind of, hey, I forgot about this guy question. What's going to happen to him? And now we know he's at least a member of the squad via the two-way contract for the time being. I think of course, everybody's going to be wanting to see the rookies. I don't know if there's anything else that you're looking for more so than that. It's what you always pay attention to the most. It was true the last couple of years when PJ Washington made his debut and it was true when LaMelo Ball, everybody was excited to see how exciting he could be. And if you look back at the last couple of rookies, LaMelo Ball didn't play that many games, only four this year. There was only four last year, too. So same amount back to back. Um, and LaMelo in his first ever preseason game, 0 for 5 from the field, four turnovers, but did have some jaw dropping passes. That was it. That was your preseason debut for LaMelo. PJ, on the other hand, he was somebody where everyone was discussing how well he played and he kind of forced Mm -hmm. James Borrego to play him really early. We all know what he did in debut against Chicago, seven threes. It was actually his career high until he played against the Sacramento Kings, his second season in the league, scored 42 points. But I want to see what James Booknight can do. I expect around 20 minutes for Booknight. I expect around 20 minutes for Kai Jones. James Borrego is going to throw a lot of the young guys out there. Um, and we'll see what happens. But I, I'm hoping that Book Knight and Kai Jones can have more of the uh, the PJ Washington preseason. You, so. yeah. you know, certainly getting off to a good start in their yeah, debut. You, like you hope so, because if not, then this becomes a. Because I, I I do remember the whole. We were trying to calm people down after the first preseason game last year, if I remember right. Like Lamelo didn't do that much, and then we were like, "It's preseason, guys. Relax, just a little bit." We're going to have to probably do the same thing, but probably in the opposite for a Kai Jones. Because this this feels like one of those nights where Kai catches a body. Uh, it does. Well, any night, I think, is fair to say that Kai Jones could catch a body the way that he was playing in summer yeah. league. You're saying this one especially, though? This one especially because you know there's going to be some big that's, like, barely clinging on to the roster. And I might have to look at this right now. I'm, you know what? I'm going to stall for time, and I'm going to go look at basketball reference and see Oklahoma City's roster. Because you know what we're going to do? We're going to – what I'm going to do a first. Does Kai catch a body against this player on this roster? Okay, you know what? Like, Derek Favors is is too old to be playing in this game for Oklahoma City. Yeah, I mean, I I guess so. Derek Favors is probably going to be a guy that doesn't play all that much. I would imagine you're right. 
Okay, Mike 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 Muscala. Does he feel like a guy that Kai? Can I, yeah, absolutely. I think he is well. I think he is well considered to be a guy that Kai Jones could catch his body. Okay, okay. So I I think we've I think I've narrowed it down to two guys. Muscala's one. The other, DJ okay. Wilson. There you go. DJ, I, I like it. I think I think one of those two guys. Uh, one of those two guys, it, it gets dunked on. And I like it. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to see Kai Jones play just period. And I'm ready to see him get another body, get another dunk because it's all he wants to do. He has been working on those touch shots like we mentioned, but we know what Kai Jones does better than everybody else. Now to tell the people what sleeper does better than everyone else, because it's an excellent product that we've partnered with here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Absolutely, Walker. Sleeper does fantasy basketball better than everybody else because it goes back to 2018 when Sleeper realized that the game of fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won by busy work and not necessarily by skill or strategy. So last year, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, Owners pick a single game per week for each doubter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The the days of losing because your opponent's player simply had more scheduled games that week, over. The the days of mindless daily busy work, over. The days of halfway picking up, giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work, over. In game pick, you only pick one game per week based on player matchups, home versus away, Opponent's defensive rating, pace of play, and every other advanced stat known to man. All of this adds up to more strategy and what? Less busy work, which is officially over. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, game picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code. It's time for you to take advantage. If you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the app, Sleeper app today and start a league with your friends. You're not going to be. All right, it's Locked On Hornets. We'll continue to talk about the game tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Stick with us. You're listening to the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Hornets. I do not like the MB2 nickname. That Lame- oh, it's bad. Lamelo. come yeah. on, man. I mean, look, I-, I love everything else about you, but the MB times two. How in the world do you not like Airbnb, but you like MB times two? I yeah. that's that's bad. We can't allow him to create, and that's the that's the, the reason the rule exists. You can't give yourself your nickname. You can't do no, that. Exactly. So, this is as I'm, bad as Kevin Durant wanted to call himself the servant. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. How familiar does this sound? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, then on another device you're watching sports highlights, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login. You've got so many different things going on at once in the entertainment category. It's all hard to keep up with. How easy would it be to just put it all into one product? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle, and it's a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorite together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place that means no more juggling remotes no need to buy another device ever again the best part is that there's no annual contract so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and you can get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com compatible devices required content does vary by the package i'm looking at Lamelo ball's preseason stats overall from last year not it was not a very good 
It was not a very good debut for LaMelo, but it was also just not a very good preseason for him in general. The last game that he played in the preseason, everybody was talking about the insane passes that he had, and they were wild. They were kind of allowing us to feel good about him, even if he did have a couple of those weaknesses, too, in his game. This is also the pass, I believe, that took place in transition. There was one against the Raptors where he goes behind the back to Miles Bridges. That was the one that I think the the, the the time that we were all introduced to LaMelo as the passer he is, but the assist game, it was great. He finished that opener four points or excuse me. He finished uh, the last game, I believe, shooting just one of 10 from the field oh, a four from behind the arc. He shot just 11 of 42 from the field over the four preseason games and turned the ball over 14 times. Here's what all of that says. LaMelo was awesome and fun to watch with the passing. The numbers weren't great. If James Booknight or Kai Jones gives you that, maybe you can start to apply a little more of what Kai Jones does to his regular season action just because he's not as polished of a ball player. But if Booknight goes out, turns the ball over a little because he's trying to not do too much, just experiment with the NBA game, work on his passing. You know, we saw this in summer league where his ball movement was good and he had zero turnovers that time. I think he had like seven or eight assists, but then the assist numbers went way down and the turnovers went back up again, just a little inconsistent. All of that to say, if Knight has that kind of performance. It doesn't mean that we're going to say this is how he's going to look in the regular season. The preseason is it's here for you to try to figure some things out. So I guess that's the expectations I would try to temper. Yeah, no, I I mean, tempering all the expectations is all very, very wise because quite honestly, at this point, like I just I just want to see I just want to see competent basketball from them and just competent basketball in small spurts. They're rookies. There now, granted, the one thing is, considering how much they've been around all the vets, would I be surprised if they show a little bit more competence than normal? No, I wouldn't. But at the same time, they're go- both going to have nerves because this is their first real NBA action against actual grown-ups with referees and everything else like that. There's still a tempo that still needs to be gained. Now, granted, it's a very basic blase tempo, but at the same time, this is their first real rodeo with this. So I expect a lot of nerves. I expect a lot of turnovers. I appreciate you setting this tone because you know what? There's going to be one of there's going to be someone from I don't know who it's going to be, but someone's going to be in our mentions talking about how come this is that and Kai's a bust and Book Knight's a bust, and I'm just going to yell. You know what? Because there's this <laughs> podcast where we have warned everybody that this is probably going to happen, and when it does, people are going to be upset. And I just now, granted, there are going to be people like, why don't you have faith in fans? Because have you been on Twitter lately? That's all I'm going to say. Well, and we can, if you have some good performances from them, by all means, let's get excited about it. I'm here for the excitement, but if they don't, then just don't worry because LaMelo, he wasn't great as far as the box score goes in the preseason last year. The assists were awesome. He made some flash plays, but again, the numbers weren't all that great. I do want to kind of go back to the minutes breakdown again, Nada, and I want to talk about Gordon Hayward specifically. Let's do it. 
here's somebody that's on a minutes restriction, somebody Mm -hmm. that was injured last year, never came back after we all thought he was going to come back and it was reported as such. Then we got surprised when Malik and Lamella would return. Gordon Hayward would sit out for the rest of the year. Talked about that in media day. James Borrego came out and said, yeah, we're going to make sure we take care of him. Does taking care of him mean not playing him at all in the preseason? Does it mean just maybe playing him in the first game 15 minutes, 10 minutes or so, or are you just like, look, man, we know what it is with Gordon. I'm not trying to risk him playing preseason basketball and getting injured. So let's just sit him out the entire time. Let me put it this way. If Gordon stretches the wrong way, I'm firing a trainer. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm putting it that way. Like don't play him. There's practice for all of this stuff. You don't need Gordon's going to get in where he fits in. Gordon's an intelligent player. He'll figure it out. He doesn't necessarily need the reps and games. The idea is load management. Keyword, we need him for about 60 of them things in the in the uh, regular season and probably a playoff, uh, hopefully a playing game, if not a playoff game all outright. Like you need him for the regular season. You need him to survive the regular season. Preseason games are are not in the vocabulary of Gordon Hayward being being able to play. Period. Yeah, I think if you play Gordon Hayward in the first game, ten minutes or so, I, I kind of equate it to a little bit of what Anthony Davis just did with the Lakers uh, in their Fair. first preseason game because he only, he only played eleven. He's also somebody that's had a little bit of an injury history, younger than Gordon Hayward is, um, but still you want to make sure he's ready for the preseason. I think if, if Gordon plays just that 10, that 15, maybe you play him the second preseason game, maybe play him a little bit the third, don't play him the third, and then just sit him out the last preseason game, get his feet wet. I, I trust the training staff enough to figure out what works best for Gordon to kind of kind of make sure that you grease the wheels, make sure he's ready to go for the regular year. He doesn't have to come off cold, right? Like just having not gotten any real game action. And instead it's just running the five on five in practice. So I think that's what I would expect. I think Gordon's going to play again, probably about just like 10 to 15. And then he probably won't play the rest of uh, this game. Maybe you can expect the same one again in the second and then probably third preseason game. You might not see him at all. You know, I get it. I just worry, but but you're but you're saying you're saying now nah, what we're good. And I, I'm with you. I like I I understand I'm that good. point of view though for sure. Like I am I am absolutely good on seeing him this year. I ab, I'm or at least in this preseason I'm good. I don't need to see him. I there's there's nothing that he can do in the preseason that's going to make me less worried about how long he stays healthy in the regular season. There's nothing he can do here. There's only opportunity for him to get hurt. Leave that to practice. Let him practice. Let him get his rhythm with the guys that way. He doesn't need the game action. He can figure it out. He's been in the league long enough. No thank you. Let, let, let's just get him to the regular season, start him off game one, and go from All right, there. let's get you some knowledge on how you can watch this game tonight because you know Bally Sports isn't going to give you the preseason action, but there is a way, at least at, as far as what I've heard, as, for, as far as what I've seen, there is one way that you'll be able to watch it. Yep, stick around oh, really? in the third segment. We'll tell you all about plug. it. 
I do. I, I do have the plug along with other people that saw the tweet. But if you didn't see the tweet, then I will reveal it to you here. Um, and by the way, if you need a little pick me up to try to make sure you can stay up a little later to watch this game, then you need to eat built bars because they're phenomenal. I've told you this a million times already. I'll continue to sing the praises of them because they are so good. The cookie dough, the bars, they were gone within a week. I had them. I ate one basically every day. I ate one for dessert. They're probably gone in five days to be honest with you, but the staples are just as good if I want to re-up. Double chocolate, salted caramel, orange. Yeah, orange and chocolate. It's so good. And uh, you can also uh, get them on BuiltBar.com using promo code LOCKED15. They're healthy for you. High in protein, high in fiber, low in calories and sugar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We've got one more segment to go here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I said, oh, oh, hell yeah. Just giving that confirmation of how awesome this is going to be. You tweeted at me. You're going to be singing the chorus to Billie Jean if you ain't careful. <laughs> and again, I point to the lie. Yes, I you're well, yeah, you're right. This goes back to our first conversation. There's a yes, lot of babies does. being exactly. had out there. Goodness gracious. Exactly. Unexpected ones. Point ones to that the lie. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Once again, want to make sure that we thank you for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen of the day. You can get it on all of the podcast platforms provided to you. And because that you're listening to this Hornets podcast, we are going to give you the goods on where you can catch this game tonight. Now, apparently you can catch it right. at OklahomaCityThunder.com where they're going to be broadcasting it. Bally is not going to be doing right. that. You're not going to get Eric. Collins, you're not going to get Del Curry, you're not going to get the OG squad, Ashley Shamity, but you will be able to at least watch the Hornets basketball game with your own eyes. I believe NBA TV is also broadcasting this too, but that can be blacked out. That can be yeah. iffy with the blackout rules, which are archaic and need to go away, but that's another rant for another day. But at least you have a couple of opportunities or really just the one avenue to maybe see it tonight, Nada. So hopefully that can happen. And uh, give me a couple things. Is it just the rookies that you really want to watch? Is there something else that you want to pay attention to tonight, first and foremost? It's it's really just the rookies. It's really just the rookies. And I want to, like I said, I want to see what a guy, I, I honestly just really want to see what, the more I think about it, just Kai, just Kai. Like if Kai does, if Kai can bang with the bigs in the regulars, or at least in somewhat of an NBA setting, if he can bang with grownups, then cool. Um, and if not, then cool. Like that, I'm not saying that this is one of those he can bang with grownups, but that's basically the only thing I'm really looking looking out for because. I'm not worried about book night physically. I am worried about. Kai I think. I think I'm. I'm more interested in, in watching book night again. I just think book night is a little bit more of a wild card this year as far as how much he contributes to the team. Kai Jones, I I feel pretty comfortable that he is not going to be a significant part of this team's success this season again that's way okay if you you're not drafting him to help you immediately maybe there's some times because James Borrego doesn't have that body anywhere else to go to and he thinks that he's come along well because he's smart because he's active his motor's high all fine my expectations heading into this season are very low as far as what he can do immediately 
Not so much with Book Knight. He's a little bit more of a wild card to me because they might have to rely on him. You got rid of Malik Monk. You got rid of Devontae Graham, but you brought in Anish Smith, not as dynamic offensively as those two guys, but a veteran that does a good job of running an offense with the second unit. And where can Book Knight play within the second unit? Is he going to be alongside an Ish? And how much is he going to run with them? How much is he going to run with the Lamelo? Just all of those kinds of things that we're not going to get answered in this first game. I just want to see what they're working with book night on because he is that wild card that could help at this point in the season. And, and I don't know if it's like the first month he doesn't, but then he picks up strong. Does he help in the first month? I just think he's kind of an interesting wild card. And the second thing, not I'll tell you what I wanted to see. You're right. When you brought up Jalen McDaniels, I, I wanted to see what McDaniels would do, what kind of stuff they wanted to run with him in a preseason game where he's just a role player. You know how much I value him, mm. but there is, there is some, you know, front court depth with this squad. You know, did they want to put more responsibility in his hands to see, you know, what else they could do? Were they just going to make it? Were they going to allow him to shoot a lot? So McDaniels would have been that other guy, but he's not in there. So it's really just book night for me more so than everyone. Book night more. The other thing, actually, you know what? You brought this up. And now that I think about it, I, I'm mad I didn't bring this up. Can Vernon Carey do anything to convince us that he's worth rotation minutes? Yeah, Ver- Vernon's a good player to bring up here tonight Vern- as well. Can Vernon Carey bring up something to make people rethink, hey, maybe he does belong in the rotation? Because if he makes it so that this is maybe a 10-man rotation, that kind of changes how you look at the season. It may not be PJ at the five necessarily. And then it becomes like Vernon Carey being able to capably play center for the Hornets changes a lot of expectations because that means they were right not to go after a Rashawn Holmes because as much as I love Rashawn Holmes, he's good on one end of the floor and he's, he's his skill is really good skills rebounding. Cool. Vernon Carey can score. Vernon Carey is going to put up buckets. The only question you ever have with a Vernon Carey Jr. is can he defend just enough? And I mean this just enough to justify his presence on the floor. If he plays well, he's going to make the rotation. I feel very confident about that. He's just got to play. Yeah, I think Vernon... No, no, I agree with you. I think Vernon Carey is a great answer to bring up, and it brings up the other big guy. And I saw James Plowright tweet this out. Shout out to James. I've heard... He said, quote, I've heard Nick Richards has stood out in camp. This was backed up by a player. He said he can't remember who, and I didn't hear it. I don't remember who said it, but saying during an interview that he'd been playing really physically and was a presence around the rim. Look, I'm not a a huge believer in Nick Richards being with this team long term, but it is if you're talking about opportunities for guys to step up, this is what it is. It's summer league. Didn't love what I saw from Nick Richards. So the second opportunity outside of the G League is the preseason where you're going up against these NBA bodies, at least in some sort of fashion. So Richards, Carey, James Booknight, those younger guys. Um, And I'll bring up one other one. I feel like we're oh wait this guy oh wait this guy but here I am uh Kelly Oubre I'm I'm interested to see how he looks for the first time in a Hornets uniform just see how much how many things they have Kelly doing tonight you know just how they try to plan to integrate him into the offense and with this team so Kelly Oubre if you're asking me who's the veteran you want to see I think Kelly is the one and and maybe even simply put it's because it's his first time we've ever seen him uh ever seen him don the Hornets jersey that's also very true he might even start tonight I wouldn't be surprised if Gordon doesn't play. I really would not be surprised if Gordon doesn't play. They start Kelly Oubre. 
and they start getting that rotation because that's a guy that probably needs a lot of rhythm with the starters more than Gordon does. Like, I, I, I see it. Like, I don't think they start him. Like, I would be surprised if they did two second and third preseason games. I think they're the home games, too, if I'm not mistaken, where they play Gordon Hayward, and then they go from there. But Kelly Oubre is another really good name. All right, there you go. Those are some of the players to watch for. It'll be nice to have some basketball to talk about after what we see tonight from the Hornets against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Again, tip is set for 8 p.m. That'll do it for the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We always appreciate you joining us and making us your first listen. Thanks again to Built Bar for supporting the show. Also, thanks to Sleeper. Make sure you hop on fantasy basketball before the season starts. They're the people that have it figured out the best. Tell your smart device, too, to play the most recent episode of Lockdown NBA. Hollinger and Duncan, really any show on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great day, and we'll be back to recap some Hornets basketball for the first time this season on the next episode.